enhances the sound condensation. <laughs> you know, I realize we start off our episodes a lot like that. A yeah. lot of sometimes we'll just say a word or we'll act like we're in the middle of a conversation. Sometimes. Sometimes. Other times we just kind of like blend in like a chameleon. Mm. Mm. Just not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. What's up, everybody? <laughs> uh, it's a good, crispy uh, Sunday Eve. Uh, sitting here with this kilt lift uh, and a nice clean apartment. What are you going to do about that? Uh, I am the teacher to feature the Viceroy of Verisimilitude and the Master of All Fun and Wonder, your teacher to feature, Mr. Adam. And I am the sexy of the Mexi, the one and only Crisby. Uh, so welcome, yeah. guys. It's a beautiful Sunday night um, here in uh, record-breaking <laughs> Tucson, Arizona. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm tired of having to deal with, uh, you know, triple digits in October. But uh, that's just how life is right now. You know, really shitty all around, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, welcome, guys. Hope you're sitting down, having a drink, maybe at the bar, maybe at home coming from the bar and decided to have a nightcap to yourself. Yeah. And at least we can say that yeah. in October yeah. that you came from a bar or you're going to a bar later. Uh, a lot of you uh, a lot of you young college kids and uh, younger have the uh, fall break coming up. Uh, if not already on your fall break, this was your start of the fall break. Uh, I know schools that I've worked in <laughs> are on uh, – <laughs> Fall break. <laughs> uh, they're they're doing their thing, and uh, God bless them for it. Uh, so, if you're doing that fall break, especially if you're like one of these college kids, uh, don't make it hard for my Chris Nizzle over here and piss in your mailbox. Yeah, just don't do that. Yeah, nobody likes a wet box <laughs> that you're not putting your dick in. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Nobody likes a wet box. You're not putting your dick in. I have to be prepared and know that it's going to be wet. If I just put something into where I feel the wet box, <laughs> unprepared, unprepared. If it's if it's important, and I stick it in there and it becomes soiled. Yeah. Or if like it's a floppy, loose magazine style, you know. <laughs> uh. Uh, already the subscription paper's falling out. <laughs> <laughs> Those little tiny cards. Yeah, dude. <laughs> gives you that free lifetime opportunity to oh, score okay. the Blue Jewel from Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even from Titanic. Just a Blue Jewel vape. Like, oh, just, my God. Just like, hey, you want that fresh vape style? Get that electronic <laughs> coil wrapped around your lung and shit. Come What's get that? It. Smells like popcorn you breathe out? Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. That's your lungs getting It'll nice make you and remember toasty. what it feels like to go to the movie theaters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of movie theaters, a um, couple of movies here that I've been seeing that are uh, still going to debut. Yeah. They're still going to come out, but then there's a few that have been pulled out. Right, yeah. Uh, one of them is... The new Disney Pixar movie called Soul. Oh, dude, yeah, with that I saw and that. I was looking. Yeah. I was looking forward to actually seeing that in a theater. But yeah. Eh. Um, and Are they going to do that Mulan thing where they release it online? 
like special premiere. You pay thirty bucks and see it three months early. Oh, they already did that. They already with, did that with, with, with Soul. The, oh no! Oh oh, with Soul. With Soul. Uh, yeah. I yeah. you know, and I think that they will because it says, and like when I've seen the the poster for it, right? It says uh, a Disney exclusive. Guess when it comes uh, out? What? Guess when it drops on streaming? Let me guess. Or, or the exclusive? November twenty seventh? No, December. December twenty fifth. Wow. Christmas Day. So they want you to open presents, eat your stocking stuffers, and then turn around and you pay that sweet thirty-five bucks for dude, a Pixar fuck movie. that, dude. Nobody's been working for the past six, seven months. Exactly. Bro. You know what they said? They're like, "Well, you would have done it anyways, because everybody goes to the movies on on Christmas. No, no they, they don't. fucking don't. They go to the movies on either the day after yeah, Christmas, either the dude. day after the Christmas, or they go Black Friday. It's only the Okay, no, I'm not being anti-Semitic, but it's only the Jews that go on Christmas, dude. It's the only Jew. Because they don't celebrate they don't celebrate the fat man coming down to They need okay? to make Petermont more money. Listen here, they just need they need the was it the nine candles or living candles? You just need eight, the candles. Eight crazy nights, dude. It's crazy candles, okay? They just eight need crazy that crazy little refryer, whatever candles. But they, My wife. but that they, they care about Hanukkah and, and that's their fucking that's their jit. So when it comes to like you know Christmas, you know they don't give a fuck about it. They're like, hey, let's go to the movies. Everybody's waking up. Everything's fucking closed. Yeah, no yeah, work yeah. today. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Go go. Go to the movies. Like, but that's the thing. Disney doesn't understand that nobody's been working for the past seven months. Nobody has fucking money. No, know? I know. I'm just saying, like, on Christmas morning, I'm tearing open presents and I'm watching Frosty the Snowman. I'm not sitting there going, No, nah, I'm not even watching. Hey. I'm not even watching Frosty the Snowman because, you know, TBS got that fucking Christmas story on 24-7. Loop, oh, dog. yeah, dude. Yeah. So, you know, Ralphie getting his eyes shot out and shit and fucking his little tiny brother, Tim, I don't know if that's his name. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> Andy. 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 Yeah. Andy. Anyway, uh, you know, wearing the oversized fucking snow coat and shit. Yeah. I can't get off. I can't get off. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway. anyway, another 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 film uh, was the uh, the Wonder Woman sequel, which you know I, I have my personal reservations about, but um, that that would have made the the studio money. That would have been all good for the DC heads, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, uh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be. It's got sure. Gal Gadot and Chris Pine. Sure. In it, I mean, how sure. bad? How bad could it be? Sure. Everybody loves what they're doing over there. They just can't get Batman figured out for the life of them. Oh, they um, will though. They will. Come on. They, well, they will. They but, will. But here's the thing: now. we won't find out about it till next year. We've already seen that Ben Affleck is going to try to come back for the Flash movie. Yeah, and make a cameo in that, yeah. but. I'm I'm like get by Affleck because yeah. uh, we want that Robert Pat, that Robo Pat, and now I'm seeing because of like uh, COVID, and he had he actually caught COVID. Did, they, did you see that? Who Robert Robo Robo Pat? Oh, dude, wow. Robo Pat caught COVID, and uh, so because of that, like they had like some post production stuff they had to do, and they're like, "Hey kids, enjoy that trailer for the next." year and three months because we just pushed back the movie release date to 2022 oh get the fuck out of here dude i'm so tired of this shit dude yep. so tired of yeah, Look, yeah if yeah, the yeah. president can walk in and come out in two days and then be you know no pose no problem of, of passing it on I'm sure these fucking celebrities can afford that fucking luxury of right. paying that well i mean look at like okay i think like you rewind the clock a bit and uh we were all kind of like on the fence about this whole COVID stuff. Yeah. And then boom, Tom Hanks gets it. And like, that's like America's dad. 
And like, that's my dad. That's your dad. Like Tom, no, Hanks, no, is Tom dad. Hanks is not my dad. I'm, ta- I'm just saying like Robin Williams was my dad. Robin Williams is my real father. Yeah. And then, and then Tom Hanks is like Tom, a step parent. Tom Hanks, <laughs> Tom Hanks is that pastor. That you knew, you knew you could always trust. He wasn't gonna like be weirdy with you, no, or dude. like like you just knew he was gonna preach the word of God. And that like that's Tom Hanks. Maybe hold on, no, because I when I say Tom Hanks is the step parent, I automatically think of liar liar. When he's like, "What's this? Oh, oh. no, it's the yeah 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 oh. yeah yeah yeah." Okay, so so he's where like, one two three four and five and one for good luck. See that he struck the child. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so so Tom Hanks gets it, and then we all freak out, right? Then we all freak out, okay? I guess. And and it's well, I mean, you know, that's when all the lockdown stuff started happening because it was like, oh no, Hollywood is shut down. This just in. Yeah. And then you know, California went to their shutdown, and then you know, all worldwide or all mm-hmm. nationwide, we hit our hit our shutdown. Yeah. But what they did not tell you. Is that Tom Hanks? The only reason he stayed in Australia is because he kind of just wanted to. Yeah, he knew he that shit was going to happen in, in in the states. Yeah, he's like, it's already going to happen, and so he just stayed. And that's that's what they didn't talk about is that like uh, Tom Hanks did the same thing. Yeah, he just played it so down low. He's so he's so he's so cool. He's the smoothest cat in Hollywood still. I, yeah, and that he just was like, I was fine. Yes, I con- I contracted it, but I'm fine. Yeah, you don't see me crying. You know, so you don't see me quick. <laughs> you don't see me. <laughs> is, is he? Is he like me? No, Forrest. He's completely smart. Um, <laughs> is he like like me? Um, still one of his finest roles ever. Oh, one of the um, greatest. But I, I think that when it came for the president to be like, yes, I have it, and everybody's like, oh shit, wake up call for the United States, and then he came out three days later. Um, <laughs> everybody lost their shit because they're like, "That's not how it's supposed to go." Yeah, and Trump's like, "I know, isn't it weird? Isn't it weird? <laughs> isn't how? that crazy? That part of this is a hoax? Yeah, isn't that nuts? Wow, all that fear mongering just, <laughs> just so crazy, dude. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, you'll get sick. Look, not everybody's body reacts to COVID the same way." That the people that get it the worst react to it. Yeah, no, dude. I mean, a lot of people have weakened immune systems, you know, and some people just have underlying conditions that they are not aware of, you yeah. know. So, you know, when it really comes down to, I mean, it's like the flu. Like, yeah, it you're going to get the flu. It is. Like, when I get the flu, I usually get over within 24 hours, maybe puke once, yeah. maybe. Yeah. You depends know? on how, it depends on what level of the flu yeah. that you're getting. Because yeah. I can have a stomach flu. And like you said, 24 hours later, I'm good. Yeah, it may have get, the shits the next day. But, oh, you know. I, I'm going to be dry as a whistle down there. You yeah. can throw a penny down there and hear it bounce for yeah, miles. That is when I'm my healthiest. <laughs> that's, that's that is I when I am good. When I Don't can feel every muscle in my abdomen flex. Right. Because you know, I've been using it to huck it up. But yeah. Well, it's like when your asshole can take a nap. Yeah. Like, I can sleep for a second. <laughs> Uh, but you know, you can you can get uh, uh, you know uh, nasal congestion. You can get a throat yeah. irritation. A little you tickle can get, in the back of your throat. Yeah, a little tickle in the back of that throat. There, you can get a little little headaches here and there, migraines, sinus pressure, all that shit. Right? Yeah. Everybody now wants to be like COVID. Yeah. And it's like, you know, here I was telling some coworkers, I'm like, listen, 
the the weather is changing. That's a normal thing. Yeah. So if you hear me like kind of snort or kind of like clear my throat a little bit, it's because this thing called phlegm. Yeah. Guess what? Phlegm's a natural good thing for your body. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, sure, it can get stocked up. That's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. That's when you get sinus pressure. Yeah. But Afrin. Afrin. <laughs> Vicks. Clarin. Oh, my God. So There's that's so the thing. It's the difference. There's yeah. a huge, huge, huge difference in my mind where it's like everybody just wants to label it COVID. Yeah. Or you know what, dude? You know what? It's like, like you know, Chris Rock in one of his old fucking stand-up you know, bits, bro. He's like... You got a sore throat, put some Tussin in it, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, dude, go drink a yeah. fucking bottle of Robitussin and fall it, asleep for like six hours or just like a shot. Yeah. Just like a shot. Just have a good night's sleep. That's it. That's yeah, it. If, if you suffer from anxiety and depression, don't listen to me because I'm going to tell you that you may want to have a good night's sleep, have a shot of Robitussin and go to bed. Just a shot, a little tiny cup, the plastic cup that they put on there, just take a shot of that. If you're one of those sick fucks that thinks that they gotta drink the whole goddamn bottle, don't do it. Again, I'm not a doctor, and don't listen to me if you're suffering from mental illness, but you know, a normal person, do that for yourself. And I'm not a rapper drinking lean no, either. No, not. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, what's in my cup Look, is water. Is water. Probably water with lemon. It's not like this little Wayne, hey, what's in my cup? It's none of your business. Like, no, actually, I just drink water all day. Yeah. So I'm pretty healthy as a horse. I live in the so, fucking desert. Yeah, yeah I live it's in It's 100 degrees desert. in October. Right. Do you understand the dryness that an ordinary man will feel? between his nostrils and the back of his throat and the roof of his mouth. Yeah. Do you understand that flow cycle? No, you don't. No. Cause you live in, in beautiful, sunny California or West Philadelphia, <laughs> born and raised. What, you know, all that kind of bullshit. But look, we're not saying that COVID isn't deadly because yeah, it can kill people. It is. I never, Influ I'm not influenza saying Influenza can kill you. Exactly. You Pneumonia. Pneumonia. Can kill you. Yeah, pneumonia and pneumonia is treatable, dude. Yeah. Any 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 respiratory infection can kill you. Yes, that's everybody. the whole thing. Any chest inflammation can kill you. It it like it it's study after study after study. You know, and right now, in fact, I'm doing a class on uh, child's nutrition, and it's just like, yeah, kids have to be nourished and all that good stuff, and and we need to provide a balanced diet for all that. But as adults, we forget that shit. So by the time we're in our 30s and 40s, yeah. we're just like, ah, whatever. Just day-to-day -day eat whatever. Whatever keeps me alive. And it's like, dude, no. Yeah, like, know. You know, that's why. I was bad these past couple of days. I had pizza two nights in a row. Oh, dude. And I topped it off with fucking fried chicken. I've had nuggets. I've had <sighs> burritos. I've had. Uh, actually, I did eat something really good uh, Friday. It was uh, like. Tilapia fish Ooh, over yeah. white rice Ooh. with this like pico de gallo guac sauce. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think as we get older, we have to remember to nourish our bodies that much more. Yeah. Uh, because that's what's killing us off in these older generations. And that's why these respiratory infections and these things click onto us so, so quickly. Now, I'll say this uh, whether you, whatever you believe, however you believe, I believe. That, you know, God made us to have, you know, productive lives, like, you know, where we can handle sickness and everything. And then when it's our time, it's our time, you know, and hopefully that's in our later years in life. For example, look at my grandma, you yeah, know, yeah. lived a full life, 
didn't never never once were her her fingers stained by nicotine or by <laughs> you know that we know of that we know of. Hey, she she could have gotten yeah. fed up with my shit real quick. Oh, real quick. And been like John for dry. John, give me one of your cigarettes. He's yeah. like, what, Virginia? <laughs> But yeah, dude. Just imagine if your grandfather had outlived your grandmother. He's like, yeah, that woman was a fucking smokestack. Oh, <laughs> fucking Hoover vacuum when it comes to my weed. Uh, but uh, no, dude. That yeah. So like, I think I think that we uh, have to keep, anyways, more nutrition as we get older, and like, be like, oh yeah, I forgot to. You know, people try to tell you that supplements are bad. Supplements are good for you. Yeah, they're you need really to take good supplements. Yeah, you need uh, to. I learned that with uh, now my my new. My now new new now Nina my now new 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 Nina new uh my new girlfriend but not really um, new but old new but anyway uh so we started taking um started taking vitamin C in the Tra- morning <laughs> lorazepam <laughs> so we started taking lorazepam so started and, uh, taking, let me tell you top it off with some cyclobenzaprines and then uh, you know we're good yeah we're good. Oh uh, no, we started taking <laughs> she calls them probiotics in the morning. I'm just like, oh, you mean like just supplements? She's like, Yeah, we take probiotics. I'm like, nah, probiotics make you shit. So yeah. if I want to do that. I'm a Flintstone kid. Yeah. Ten million strong. And shitting. <laughs> oh wow. yeah, and shitting. Uh, uh but yeah, no, dude. Yeah. Yeah, taking vitamin C every morning. Yeah, that that, that really helps. You know, yeah. if you got fish oils to help poop, do it because everybody's eating yeah. crap right now. Um Eat a celery stick every once in a while, or cut up an orange and snack on it throughout the day. You know, uh, one one uh, I, you know, I love sitting there when I'm doing homework. Yeah, I'll sit there and I'll listen to a complete full episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah, and his episodes go about two two and a half three hours long. Can you imagine recording something that long? I mean, we've done it before. We've done it, but we we've. we've never published it because one the formatting is always fucked up and yeah, yeah yeah there's some really good conversations that we've had that we really wish we could share with you guys yeah too well because- again someday we will <laughs> but joe rogan he was talking about how like you know how these people are just getting so weak and so sick because they're told that so many of these quote-unquote fats are bad for you and he's like i don't give a fuck he's like i eat bacon almost every day he's like why because it's a good fat He's like, I know my body will burn through it because I stay in shape. Yeah. And just like he starts going off about all this shit, this health stuff. And uh, he was like, he's like, uh, you know, he's like, you know, if I needed like a pick me up or I need like, you know, something sweet. He's like, I, I just have like some raw honey. I'll use yeah. like raw honey on like some saltines. He's like, your body knows what to do with raw honey. It doesn't know what to do with corn syrup. Well, it's been like, proven fact that raw honey is the best way to get over your allergies during the season. Oh, it's, dude. it's been proven scientifically and through your witch doctors or whatever, <laughs> whatever the, have you, you know, whatever have you, whatever have they you. will tell you if you want to get over your fucking allergies for the season, go get some raw ass honey from yep. a local dealer yep. or local dealer, the local vendor <laughs> from your, your local, local vendor and just <laughs> and uh, make sure that, you know, you know, you got to ask him like, hey, you know, what what are your surroundings? You know, is this you have a lot of mesquite plants at your house? You got a lot of. We got a lot of Palo Verde because they'll tell yeah. you yeah. really good bee farmers will actually tell you what type of like foliage or any type of like trees or flowers are around their property within like a five mile radius. Why? Because whatever's closest to home, bees will grab the pollen and bring it back so they can make the honey out of it. Dude, it's it's, it's all natural. All natural. It's, it's such a natural process. And that's what 
Rogan was talking about. He's just like anything that is just a natural process. He's like, he's like, listen, he's like, I, he was telling me, he was not telling me <laughs> like I talked to Joe Rogan. This is me and him talking. Um, he was saying to, you know, his guest on there, by the way, he had Colin Quinn. Oh, dude. How cool would that be to sit down and talk with dude, that guy? I listened to the entire episode with him and Colin Quinn. And I was just in love the entire time. But, you know, Rogan's talking about how, um, you know, it's it's crazy what these health things can do for people. And, uh, you know, how how uh, somehow he got on the topic of mushrooms. Ooh. And he was saying that he's like, yeah, he's his um, back, you know, a couple thousand years ago when Vikings and stuff would go out and, you know, do their killing. They would do it on mushrooms. And he says, yeah, he says, uh, and, and Colin Quinn is like, no fucking way. No fucking way. <laughs> Dude, he's yeah. like, that's why they, he's like, that's why the head guy's called like Ivan the Red. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, dude, like, I'll tell you, Colin Quinn's the best buddy. He was saying how, like, Rogan was saying how, like, some UFC fighters will use mushrooms before they go out and fight because there's a, a spot that focuses them. Yeah. And, and Colin Quinn's like, yeah, but there's also like the trails and shit, right? He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, they take it in a very small dose. He's remember, these guys are hopped up on adrenaline and their blood is flowing. He says, so when they take something like that and they get in a ring, yeah. imagine that, dude. Yeah. Imagine that. Chris. I think what like what people have to understand <laughs> is that you know, coming from 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 somebody who's actually taken shrooms before, oh, like yeah. there there are there are stages to the high. And a lot of them, up, you know, leading up to the peak are really, really good stages. Yeah. Some people may not handle, you know, the, the, the different steps that it takes to get to the peak. And then when you finally hit the peak, then you got to come down. Come down is not always the greatest, but there are ways that you can moderate that. Yeah. But, but, like, but like he said, you know, when Vikings took the mushrooms before they went hunting, you know, there were times where I would take shrooms. And right before I hit my maximum peak, I thought I ran like Sonic the Hedgehog. And I almost did because I could feel my blood pumping through my veins. I could feel all my muscle strands in my in 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 every part of my body like flexing. Yeah, dude. And when you oh, have yeah. that type of power, that mentality, like you can accomplish, you can focus, you can slow down time. Yeah, it's, it's a I've, level of focusing. I've seen people sit there and they may have looked like they were fucking just dazed out of their mind. Well, my brain's racing at a fucking million miles an hour. Their right. brain is slowing time down. Right. And they're going right. through a different right. universe, maybe going through some parallels or whatever. That's great. Like those to get those types of, you know, those stages of the of the high. I mean, it's it's fantastic, you know, but. I, I can see where he, where he comes from that. Like if you, if anybody out there hasn't done it and gets a chance and opportunity to do it, don't do a high dose. Yeah. Don't no. ever do a high dose. Do no. like maybe like a gram and a half. Uh, you can weigh it out. Sometimes that's will be one mushroom and one, one stem, one cap. Yeah. Or if you just want to do the visuals, just, you can just do the caps. I was going to say, or just, or if just, you want just a, the bodies. a really decent, like nickel sized, nickel to quarter size cap. Yeah. Nothing bigger than a quarter, be, like a quarter size. Because then you're already asking for a lot with like a quarter sized. Yeah, uh, and drink cap. some orange juice with it. Don't Dude. make the mistake of taking it with beer, taking it with wine, or taking it with anything else. Take it with orange juice. It'll taste better, one. And two, it'll help you get it into your bloodstream faster. That, it's that's, great. That's something that I, okay, again, you know. This I'm is, not advocating is, that you do drugs. No, we're not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not potheads. We're not no. drug heads. Um, 
but you know, we can say I, I can say that you know the times I've done mushrooms, even in my younger year, uh, you were there telling yeah. me to drink orange juice. I think from the very first time I did mushrooms, you were like, "Drink the orange juice," and I'm like, "Why?" And you're like, two reasons: it's gonna taste like shit, yeah, and you're gonna want to vomit, yeah, and two, it's gonna get your vitamin C going. It's gonna get all of your immune system perked right ready for the experience it'll, ki- it'll give you a kickstart because it, it, it's not like it's not like where you take a hit of a of a joint or you know you snort cocaine whatever and and you automatically feel it, it it's like a ticking thing like you know uh mushrooms are on a on a not a not a stopwatch but on a whole day's clock like it's like the tide when it rolls in sometimes is, the tide is nice and smooth and you get your little tiny wave breaks and whatever and then other times it's like fucking competition 30 foot waves crashing down on your fucking face like yeah every dude. yeah every trip is different and every dosage that you do is going to be different yeah it, it, it definitely goes in stages and uh my my advice to anybody who uh has not tried mushrooms is like oh now that the guys are talking about it maybe i'll, I'll give it a try you have to be in good company don't make the mistake that other people have made and i've never made this mistake because i know my friends and i know my circle uh, you don't want to take mushrooms with people who are selling you the mushrooms or people who are just there for the mushrooms. Like you want people there that are your friends that you've known at least for a couple years, man. You know, you don't want just some shlomos that you don't know that can't handle their shit. Yeah. Um, and even me, I've had people that uh, take mus- some mushrooms and they go running off into the back room. Because they can't handle watching Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Oh, my God, dude. What the and fuck, dude? Old like, Kentucky Shark is one of the funniest things you'll ever see on oh, mushrooms. <laughs> it just it is. just is. Just as, Karen. Yeah, uh, man. So, but anyways. And, and also, to uh, not just the people, but the surroundings. You don't want to oh, surround yeah. yourself in chaos. No, no, If you're no, one no, of those no, people no. that has black light pictures all over your wall, that's cool. Just remember, yeah. none of the animals are actually going to pop out in the tank. Right. Well, it's just best not to have the black light. Yeah. Because you're going to want clear vision. Yes. Because at some point, you're going to have to transition through different things. Yes. And my whole trip isn't going to be a black light. No. There's going to be different shades of light, different textures, different tones, different shadows, different shadows, like, dude. Uh, and I, yeah, and yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't stretch myself yeah. to that uh, length uh, with with just a black light or just a certain amount of light. I mean, I prefer just uh, sometimes I, I have preferred just lights off with the TV on. Yeah, you know, because that way not only am I getting light, but it's providing some sort of amb. Ambiance, ambiance, <laughs> ambiance. Uh, just for posterity reasons, and uh, it, that's that's always my thing. Then I know, like at some point, I'm like, okay, I have to turn the light on, and it's when I do turn the light on, it's even more badass. Yeah, because I'm like, dude, I'm gonna turn the light on in the kitchen. Oh, you I know, think one of the coolest animate or one of the coolest trails that I ever had was when I would open up the kitchen doors like the pantry doors and like they would just and you're just like oh yeah, dude. you know and then like pork chops it's like pork chops are fun in the freezer you dumbass yeah yeah they freezer. are uh yeah but that dude but back to the you know yeah no you're Joe right rogan bro that was that's pretty cool I, oh I, yeah i would dude. love for colin quinn to just you know, pay a cameo you know what i'm saying yeah he sits there and he fucking reads you you know What's the, the, the caterpillar book? <laughs> oh, uh, Hungry, Hungry Caterpillar. Hungry, Hungry Caterpillar. 
just imagine if Colin Quinn did a cameo dude, and he read the Hungry Hungry he's, Caterpillar. He's so fucking funny. He was he was talking about some jokes, dude, um, that like you can't say in comedy clubs anymore. And uh, Joe Rogan was like, "How long were you out of out of work through this whole <laughs> pandemic?" He's like, "Oh, like five days." <laughs> dude. And he's like, "Just because I was going to like the old shitty bars, yeah, I'm just dude. doing my stand up." He's like, "I didn't give a fuck." He's like, because when you're in those tight, confined spaces, he's like, you feel like you're on top of one another. So you have to be more intimate with one another. Yeah. And he's like, so I would just say all the fucking jokes that he's like, I wouldn't even work out. I would just do my material right there. That's awesome. And so Rogan's like that. He's like, see, (laughs) he's like, it's guys like you that just will not let New York change. Like people are like, oh, New York needs more artists to come in. And now that the whole pandemic's over. No, no, no. Like. It needs all the fucking the OGs to dust off their fucking shoulders, come back into the fucking dark ass. That dude, Conquin has not dude. left New York this no. entire time. No, he's wanted to probably, but whatever. Oh, he doesn't care. Yeah. He's like, he's like, we used to fucking open up shops and they'd be open till like nine o'clock. He's like, and then they close, and then after that, you're on your fucking own. Yeah, God, dude, that's crazy. He's like, people talk about New York needs to be more gritty. And he's like, no, what's gritty is when you get stabbed and then you're fucking wondering how long that's going to take to heal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, Quinn, you're still like you, Norm MacDonald, all the old school guys. Yeah. Love you all. I think that I think that a lot of people forget that reality, that that's what life was used used to be. And now it's very padded. Part of the 90s. It's very fucking padded. 80s and 90s. It's like a padded. It's like we're all in padded rooms right now with society. Yeah. You know, we're all fucking crazy jumping off the walls, but it's soft. It's like people need to remove the padding off the wall and let these fucking crazy people hit the concrete and be like, yeah. oh, shit, that's hard. Yeah, don't do it again, dumbass. But uh, we're going to take a quick break. Yeah. Um, we got more to gonna, talk about. Yeah, we got a lot more to talk about. I mean, we haven't been really consistent with our shows, guys, so we're going to be trying to get on top of the ball. We've had a lot of really good conversations. We really want to share them with you. So uh, sit, re- sit back, relax. We're coming back. <laughs> Just that fucking simple. So fucking simple. Uh, welcome back, ladies and gents. Uh, it was a pretty good little break that we had there. Had a quick interlude of like commercial. conversation. Yeah, commercial. 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 No, it's just a fucking commercial. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just had a quick little, you know, side conversation there. I mean, uh, it was good. Uh, had to get our beers too. Uh, shout out to everybody right now that's picking up or got beers during the little break. Or if not, you're at work. Just imagine a nice, cold, frothy pint in your hand. Yeah, it's a very nice, nice cold bottle, bottle of four picks. Yeah, you can um, lift your kilt and then you see your lifter. Well, just shout out to beer all together because. Out of all of us, they're the only ones that's been consistently working this whole pandemic. Oh, they're the like, whole time, dude. listen, we actually made more money than all of you. Yeah, doesn't matter if it's Coors, <laughs> like Jeff, who <laughs> Budweiser's like Jeff, who Jeff, what Jeff, 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 how Cabana. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, just want to do a quick shout out while we're coming back from this break. Uh, yeah, again, Ariel, hats off to your Cowboys squeezing one out today. I squeezed one out a little earlier this morning. Uh, it was good, too. Uh, Josiah, I know you uh, texted me before we started this podcast. JB. Uh, just want to let you know, brother, I'm right there with you. Hold on. Uh, uh. <sighs> mm. Man, that was a beer. 
nice and frosty, just like the mountaintops of Germany. Speaking yeah. of Germany, I'd like to shout out some of the people in Germany, our listeners, our viewers in Germany. We see you. We well, see we you. don't see you. We we know you're there, and we like you. We we're, we're friends with you. Yeah. And uh, Singapore, and uh, Ireland, Ireland, and um, you know what we haven't hit yet? Poland. A Poland. The yeah, Poland. we do have people in Poland. That's right. Um, yeah, we do have people in Poland offering Poland. Us carrots all the fucking time. We don't have we don't have anyone in uh, like like Japan or anything like that or China. Do we? No. Eventually, we will reach to the Japanese, and the Japanese will be like, oh, Adam-san and Krizi-san. Yes. Oh. The Chris Benz and Joe. The Chris Benz and Joe. But uh, <laughs> um, but big shout out to everybody here in the states, whether you're in Virginia Beach. Ohio, California, Texas, New Jersey, um, Oregon. Yeah. My God, there's so many people that are listening to us. It's fucking unreal. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't believe me, then come on down because we've got some listeners that are around the globe now. Yeah. And uh, shout out to the big state of Virginia. Yeah, Virginia Beach particularly. Wow, man. Virginia, Virginia, Virginia Beach. Beach. And, and, and uh, what was the other one in there? I don't know. Rod Schlinger. <laughs> Something like that. Um, Chester Bennington. Chester Fields. Uh, but no, we, we've, we're just trying to get this content out to you guys as quick as possible and as convenient and consistently as possible. Sometimes it is hard. Uh, we are both full grown men living in the United States at these times. And that is all I need to say With about jobs. That. And that's all I have to say yeah. about that. And I'm not rubbing in anybody's face that we have jobs, but just oh, saying, but I am. Yeah, I, I am. Yeah. I'm not. The, I'm not. I'm sorry. I don't fear monger and sit there and. But what if I? No, I know it's real. I know it's a thing. Yeah, but I'm not afraid to go to work. Drink your orange juice. Drink your orange juice. Read your chicken noodle soup for the soul. Yeah. I'm. You know what? I'm surprised that Campbell's stock has just stayed the same. It really has. Yeah. You would think people would want that broth, son. Dude, that fucking chunky broth, <laughs> bro. Fucking herbal broth. That fucking son. clam chowder, bitch. <laughs> uh, but no. You know what? I'm surprised that Kraft Singles, white ass bread, basic ass butter, and Campbell's tomato soup hasn't been flying off the shelves. Like fucking fire. Yeah. Okay. Because that is the ultimate struggle meal that will fill you up, hit every single taste bud in your mouth. Every time. Every single time. And one, it doesn't matter what temperature it is. It'll always give you that flashback of that cold, rainy day and just sitting there with your blanket on, mm. crunching away. Yeah. I mean. Watching after these messages, we'll be right back. And uh, you know what we're talking about, like you know, getting that, getting that soup, man. Like nobody wanted no soup, nobody wanted no vegetables, no, nobody, nobody wanted nothing. Everybody wants you know? Big Macs and tacos, bro. Bro, this whole fuck? pandemic, everybody's like DoorDash. I'm like, how about the fucking produce aisle, Nick? Yeah, you know dude. what I mean. Like, how about we go get a tomato? Bananas are fifty nine cents, bitch. <laughs> you know, like come on, like, you know, eat some fucking uh, potassium, some fiber. Broccoli's some on sale. Fucking fiber in your diet. Peaches are on sale this week. Oh yeah, dude. Thirty-five cents. Um, yeah, and I think I mean that's honestly, dude. I you know me like I I stock up on the juices and I love me some juices and uh, having that vitamin C, having that vitamin E, 
having that vitamin A and giving out that know? vitamin D and giving out lots of vitamin D oh. for whoever wants to come and take it, baby. Train. I mean, but uh, what's up? I will. I will be goddamned. Forgive my language, but I will be goddamned if I go downtown to Fourth Avenue to a place called the Hut, whose mascot used to be the fucking magic carpet. Oh, dude! Top of the fucking building. Tiki. That's all the tiki. And you want me to go in there? And you want me to sit my ass down at the table the entire time? Like this is like junior high lunch, cafeteria style. Cafeteria style. Cafeteria style. And uh, that's what they're making us do. Not that we've been down there recently. Well, we did. We did for Krizzle's birthday. Again, this was in the the uh, our absentee there for a couple weeks. Uh, Chris had a birthday. I had a birthday. Yeah, we we all have this. birthdays. And uh, we finally settled uh, at this place called Mister Heads. And shout out to Mr. Heads because uh, I think that's my my spot on Fourth Avenue. Yeah, uh, always has been, even before the COVID stuff kicked in. But um, it was the only place that I felt like they were gonna be one hundred percent legit with us. And like they they were. We I we mean get the, bar, the bartender the the bartender that we had she was she was good. However, I mean if you're listening to us, don't take this to like the heart too much but, yeah, and don't uh, be like oh they're anti yeah but your brows were fucked up like uh it looked like uh she looked like a super villain from one of those anime features you know what i'm saying like it just <laughs> oh, was dude. bad it was like um it made me think of uh the part in um the little mermaid when ursula singing poor unfortunate souls and she starts oh. cooking up the the brew it's like uh Karuga, the caspian sea yeah dude, all of that shit <laughs> That bullshit to me. Yeah, I don't know what she says. I don't know, but that that dude with the dreads that came by, dude, that guy fucking brightened up the night. I, you know, well, I mean, shout out is, to you too, man. This is why I said I felt it was the only place that was legit because it was like at Mister Heads. They were like, "We're gonna do our part." Yeah, and as long as you do your part, we'll give you about ten feet of slack. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. We honestly, we don't care. But like, you want you want to come in and get a drink. Guess what? So do we. Yeah. And in order to do that, you have to be the, the, the citizen and we have to be the fucking cop. Yeah. And we don't like being the cop. And what's funny, dude, is they really cracked down on the younger kids, like at the door. Yeah. They and then did. they looked at us and they were like, ah, oh, these guys know what's don't, up. Don't don't bullshit. Yeah. Don't bullshit the men. And I'm kind of glad I'm like, you know, at times I'm like, oh, I wish we could go back to those younger years. Yeah. And all that stuff. But if we were now, dude, 24, 25, 26, you know, they would still be giving a shit at the door. Yeah. You know? And now, like, we're in our mid-30s here, and it's like, they know us now. They know us now. Like, they get it. They can just take a look at us and be like, yeah, it's these funny. guys have been around the horn for yeah, a while. It's, like, it's funny. Yeah, they, you say that. They've been around the horn for a while. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, I've had my go up and down 4th Avenue a couple hundred times. But, you know, the thing is, is that they look at us and they go, we know throughout the years you've had to hear us give us all these explanations to these fucking young, dumb kids walking in here with fucking... You know, their fake IDs and shit, pretending yeah. that they're 21, knowing how to act fucking civilized. But we know it when it walks up to the door because the first thing you comes out of your mouth is, I've been listening to you to the entire time tell these fucking kids what's up. We know what's going on. Exactly. And then they look at you and they're like, so what we need you to do, 
well, we've already, well, you know what? Just, okay, get, just get go in. in. Have a, Here's have the thing. a beer. And they, yeah. uh, the, the main thing that they wanted was to just show us where we were going to sit. They're like, yeah. okay, we have that spot at the bar for you guys. That's your spot. Mm-hmm. So just kick it there. Easy, right? Yeah. Easy. All right. And uh, like we were like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And we literally sat there for three hours and had a great time. A fucking amazing time. Um, How we so, made it home. Was in an Uber. Uh, yeah. We magic carpeted that bitch home. <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> it was it was a good time because our Uber driver was great. Uh-huh. And uh, we kudos five stars, to, five or four stars. What do they go? Four they stars. Go, uh, five stars. Five stars. Five yeah. stars to you. Five stars to that guy. Um, so but uh, it's just, you know, we keep talking about what we're living in uh, because it is what we're living in. But uh, I can say right now that some of some of the music that I've just kind of been hearing like new artists drop, not new artists, but just artists dropping all together. Yeah. And people are like coming out of the woodworks too. Yeah. You know, Tim Heidecker has his own band. I had no idea. And it's really good. It's him on acoustic. He's got a girl that plays bass. And then this guy who plays electric, there's a girl on piano and then there's their drummer. And that sounds familiar. Uh, what was Mike's band's name? Something Cowboy? Oh, X-Cowboy. X-Cowboy. It's almost very X-Cowboy-ish. Very yeah. like... Um, kind of like, shouting out to that band, by the way. Oh, what? X-Cowboy? Yeah. No. no. We're, listen, there are going to be many bands yeah. that we know of that we will not give a shout out to. And I'm sorry, they are local artists yeah. and they are local people. Yeah. The only one I will give a shout out to is... Oh, boy. If I can remember the, the name of them. What was uh, it? Was Zach, Mike, Tommy Plowski, and then they had that weird drummer. Oh, dude, yeah, uh, Anthrax, not Anthrax. No. <laughs> Ant Mask. No, 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 no. I'm so close, dude. I, I can't. You be. Oh my god, why am I drawing a blank on that band? I know, I know. Oh, and I have an old CD book with that in there. It's, it's, that, it's so weird album. because I can tell you the before models and and uh-huh. and uh, Blind Eye, whatever the fucking. Blind Eye. The, the the PL Productions was. Oh, uh, weren't they called like Bicycle Fight or the Endorphins? Bicycle Fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Endorphins was fucking Mike's no, band. No, the Endorphins was Pete's band. Oh um, my god! Because Why do him, I keep remembering him, Pete's it was, it was him. Band. It was him. Him, Alex, and Tony. Because it wasn't about that. It was about it was about Tony McMillan, and um, it was about. Alex too. Like oh. Yeah, oh, that's right. Okay, the endorphins was good. The endorphins was our high school age, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. And then bicycle fight came after that. And that it was, was still Tony McMillan. It was though. still the same shtick, I yeah. think. Uh, they just went they rebranded themselves. Um, just like the before models, once they lost Noah and Gary, they took Mike and Sam. And uh, what 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 did they? Oh yeah, X Cowboy. We were just talking about X Cowboy. Well, no, Sam um, wasn't in X Cowboy. Yes, he was. Was he? Really? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. No way. Yes, he was. Yep. What he blowing a harmonica or something like that? No, just oh. played very sad guitar. Oh god. Very reminiscent. Why? Inner Why does everybody tones. like sad guitar? No, well, it's not even that. It's just like I don't want to hear that music. I want to hear something that makes me feel happy. Yeah. I don't want to hear. Uh, a three-minute solo of noises and ping-pongs off of a guitar, and then a couple minutes later, you come up with, ha-ha. 
Uh, so we to figure out, and I'm pretty sure we'll we'll finally get it. But we'll with, uh, Zach out. Warner and Mike Worth. Yeah, uh, we'll figure it out. Tommy Plosky. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. They had that one song. I don't remember the name of it, but it was their instrumental one. It yeah. Was like, shit was dope yeah it was dude. a really good song yeah. they opened they did I, that band i believe they opened for they opened spare change for spare change yeah, that's what i'm dude, saying dude and if if nobody knows oh, what spare change is, exactly go onto youtube and there that is a band i will shout out yeah look up spare change staring, staring into, into forever, forever and you will fucking have your mind blown dude oh my god staring in forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's just so good. Uh, that screamo era. It well, wasn't, wasn't all screamo. bad. It was, it was really good. It was just like, good, like like a house punk. Almost. Yeah, like it was just like like house rock almost. Yeah. Just like where it was like very like very contained, but like expressive at remember, the same time. You remember where remember where they uh, where they opened up and played at? Uh, the Rock, right? Scrappy. Oh, Scrappies. Thank you. I've always yeah. tried to remember the plate that name because I I know where it is. Yeah. Down four or not four. Well, but at, six at, at the time it the was university. Congress Broadway. It was on Broadway. That's right. It was Broadway and Fourth Avenue. That's right. Because Fourth Avenue actually went under and then went up, and that's where it was at. And it was this little fucking. <sighs> it's a beige building now with all their fucking windows boarded now, up. Dude. But everybody used to wait in the parking lot, get super high, and maybe drunk off some shooters, and then go in there and have a blast. And you had your straight edges in the corner, and everybody's like making fun of them because they wear this like that black electrical tape X on their fucking hands. Yeah. And you're like, you moron, who cares if you don't do drugs? We don't just, care. Just, you listen just to the have music. fun. And dude. don't judge me. Yeah. You know? Don't fuck. Because that's what I feel like. If you're fucking wearing an X on your hand, that only tells me one thing you're a judgmental son of a bitch, and you just. Think everybody who fucking messes around with fucking weed or alcohol or drinks some beer straight edge, is just bro. a fucking is a loser. And it's not that's not the point either. That's straight not the point at all because a lot of you fucking people that don't drink alcohol or smoke anything or whatever are the worst people to hang out with. Well, the thing <laughs> is, like, if if you're so straight edge, yeah, why are you still stuck in that shitty job? Yeah, or why are you still like not reaching your potential that you think you have because you're so straight edge? Right, dude. Like, I oh, I'm the fuck up. Oh, I'm restocking shelves at Target. What are right. you doing? Guess what? Like, we oh, both have jobs and we both pay bills. Yeah. So what's so straight about that? You know what's funny is a lot of the weirdo. teachers that teach my kid are fucking alcoholics after school. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. It's it's a thing. I mean, you ever see when your teach when your teacher grades your paperwork and you're like that's not wrong and they're like oh i must have been the chardonnay you know? or they just give you over credit beautiful way of describing the way you would interrelate the engagement of the relation to the ch bitch just I'm give me the a <laughs> i don't i don't want a comment <laughs> i want the grade you fuck stick you fuck nugget God, damn oh, man like and that's the thing i wrote a paper here when i first uh, my first year of college um, that I, you know, and this is going to, I don't care what any of you say, because this, this is our show. This is our time. Uh, and it was just saying, I just basically said, um, you know, how teaching had become very feminized. Yeah. And uh, the reason I, I defended it is because I, I was like, look at like the 17 and 1800s, looking back on like, you know, the, the great president's time, like the Jeffersons and the, 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 the Benjamins and the Lincolns. I said, look at, I said, most of the time, the ones that were teaching the school were male professors. Yeah. Professors. Professors. Not, 
you know, a teach, not, <laughs> not, Hey miss. Yeah. Um, they were, they were, and you told the line. Yeah. Cause back in the day, you know, you, if you put your hands, you know, if you had your hands in your pockets, whatever, whack, get, get that ruler real, real quick. And you sat up in line real fucking quick. And, and my teacher was like, Adam, I don't agree with you, but you're right. Yeah. You are right. You may not agree with me, but that's the point. That's the whole point. It's you know? whole point. So, yeah. but uh, anyways, you can call it misogynistic all you want, but the, the but the true fact is is that we did go from a society where men taught children a lot. Oh, okay. We let we 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 did that. We were the teachers, and then we were just like, I don't want to teach these children. Well, it's not that we didn't want to teach these children anymore. It's the fact that I think we were so angry about how stupid kids were. Right, that we're just like you know what the only people with patience in the room are going to be the females, and we just kind of let them take over and let them do it. It's not misogynistic or anything, but that was a reality. We just oh, kind of stepped back. More if men you wanted, were being, if you wanted to you know, get if you wanted to get the real education, like the real in-your-face blunt force trauma of education, you went to the male professor. Oh and yeah, he smacked you. Oh, he yeah. smacked you in the face with fucking logic and fucking <laughs> experience. Where, you know, back in the day, you know, and even today, it's more about feelings. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, oh, it's all me. about feelings. And and, and un understandably, because I can say this as a teacher, uh, you have a lot more problems uh, that are now identified and more solidified and, and acknowledged. Like, you know, kids that were special needs. Before, like the – and I somebody would probably punch me in the face because I can't remember the name of the act. But it was like 1974, 1975, when like every child was uh, deserved uh, an equal and full education, including special needs kids and stuff. And like they couldn't just like put them in all in one room and, you know, lock them, not lock them away, but you know what I mean? Not make them part of the class and yeah. stuff. So it had to be more, more and I, I'm involved. Sure, involved. Involved. And I'm yeah. sure at that point, a lot of male teachers just did not have the withgo to, 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 to do it because, I mean, again, you're looking at a time when more war was on the rise, more politics were on the rise. So more men were taking those positions of power and leaving the classroom and becoming more advocates of, of mayors and cities and towns and all that stuff and more political stuff. Yeah, and we love the women and, to teach the kids. Yeah, it's like, okay, know. women, if you want a voice and you want to do this stuff, then teach these kids Yeah, and do it just as well as we did. And and they can't, and <laughs> they didn't. Uh, some of them did. Now you, you, I'm not saying you know every woman teacher is based off of feelings, but you know that's there's a lot. Of, that's what it's come to these days. That's what's come to these days, and that's what really and, sucks because in in the in the grand scheme of things, your job does not care about your fucking feelings. Oh no, God, no, no. Do you think those those puzzle boxes are gonna find the shelves on time? You know, because, you know, you're having a mental breakdown in the back break room. No, no, it doesn't no, care. No, no the, 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 no. the system wants efficient workers that will sit there, stand there and, and actually, you know, be boring and put fucking boxes on shelves, restock or even going out and running, running jobs for electrical or cleaning your fucking pool. Like that's <laughs> that's what life is really all about, you know, and the fact is that we've coddled. We've coddled our, coddled our kids too much to the point where, like, oh, I'm sorry. What did I offend you? It's like, offend yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, offend them. I mean, don't sit there and call them. I mean, you, uh, don't, you don't swear at them. And no, call them you names. don't call them every racial slur in the book, but you, you straight up say, look, that's reality. That's what happened. Get over it and make it better. 
yeah. you know, instead, everybody's trying to change history and you can't change history. History is already written. Yeah. It's already there. The only thing that you can do is change the future. That's what people need to understand. Change the future by not rewriting history, because when you start rewriting history, you start making shit up that doesn't make sense yeah. and that didn't fucking happen. Because you get too many voices in there. You, you get too many way voices. too many voices. You got you got a select few of people who know exactly what the fuck they're doing and know exactly how it's supposed to be done. But because as as Americans and as American society, we've let the door open so wide and so broad, right? Land of the free, uh, that you just have everybody that wants a piece of it. And yeah. it's like not everybody should have a piece of it. Look, I'm at perfectly- Thanksgiving, if grandma bakes a fucking pumpkin pie and you're late to the party and you don't get a piece of pumpkin pie, so the fuck yeah. what? Well, and even There's so- a fucking apple pie off to the left that, you know, your fucking Aunt Sally made. It tastes like shit, but you know what? It's sweet. And guess what? You don't even get a piece until yeah. grandma's cut the pie. Yeah. That's if you reach in there with your hand, you're going to fuck it up. Man, you I wait remember- till grandma cuts the pie. That's what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen, bro. Grandmas need to come back and start beating the grandkids. That's what it is, dude. And that's what it really comes down to. Because I remember I got my ass beat my grandma, <laughs> my grandma, bro. And that wasn't fun, dude. You know? On that, on that, on that episode with Colin Quinn of Joe Rogan, he's talking about how, um, you know, in, in in his day when they would get weed and stuff at a party or whatever, it was like real sketch. And uh, he was at a at a sweet sixteen for somebody at his school or whatever. And uh, this guy was like a you know drug dealer at this yeah. fucking thing, and sold the girl that he was with at the time. He's like he's like I didn't like this girl. I was in love with her, and so I guess this guy like just sold her like four joints, oh, whatever man. for like way overpriced, you whoa, know. Whoa. And so like Colin Quinn goes back to this guy. He's like, you know, you need to fucking give her some more weed. And he was like, no, I don't. And so Colin's like, right. and just fucking started jumping on this guy, beating the shit out of him. He's like, the next thing I know, he's like. My my the inside of my ear is caked with blood because the grandma is just kicking the shit out of my my head. And Joe Rogan, he's like the grandma. Dude, he's like grandma, he's like oh, dude. I'm sure I pissed her off because it was probably her money. He's like I'm at a sweet sixteen, and he's like I'm beating the shit out beating the shit out of this guy for weed. You know, he's like, but that's how things were back then. Yeah, you know, dude. and I'm like. But that's kind of how things are now. Like yeah. everybody's just lost their fucking marbles. Well, the thing is, you know? is that all the grandmas are locked up in homes. Yeah, dude. You know, oh, they're yeah. all locked up in homes, so they can't come out and fucking beat the shit out of the kid. You know what I'm, I'm sure, saying? I'm sure and there's like, a few that can smack them upside can. the head and say, "What the fuck are you doing?" You well, know? I'm again. I'm sure there's a few that can, and it's the ones that have not had to take responsibility for their grandkids. Oh, like, literally, they literally raise them. Like where the parents, the mom, maybe you know. Is off bad on drugs and rehab, and the dad just ran away, you know. So now it's up to Grandma Judy and Grandpa Paul, yeah. to, you know, raise, raise, raise little Timmy and 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 uh, you know whatever. But uh, that's that's how it is, you know. That's why they get tired. That's because they they literally raise what like three generations almost, yeah. You know, and it's like what the fuck. That's why those you know just older people man have the harder times and. We don't know about it because we're we're you know in our thirties right now in our in this current age. So it's like we don't know what it was you know in the fifties and the sixties. Our parents do. Yeah, our parents know. fucking do. Parents sure fucking so do. So with the moral of that story being, and if you're listening to this, go have a serious conversation with your grandparents. Right. A serious right. conversation. Like ask them what it was like to live in their time. Right. Okay. Compared to living now. And to see how it reflects to the, how you're living now. Yeah. That's the thing. Because guaranteed it was 
hell of a lot harder than it is now. Right. You got, I mean, we have so many things that we take for granted and that, and that we fucking just, we kind of breeze through life with. And then when we don't feel that it's fair, we start throwing our fucking temper tantrums. Right. And then like, I mean, as a parent, you know, when I, when I see my kid throw a temper tantrum and they want to throw a fucking glass against the wall, oh, you yeah, bet your I, ass that fucking kid's not, not going to throw that. Yeah. Not going to throw that glass against it's the gonna wall. Get checked real they're going to get thrown in their fucking room grounded and they're going to stay there. And they're going to clean up that, that cup too. Yeah. They're going to clean it up. But the thing is, is that we, as a society, we've let these fucking temper tantrums go. I mean, and then some, and look. I mean, I'm not saying that every single thing that's been happening in this world to this day has been a fucking temper tantrum because there's some actually really good valid fights, fighting points. But at the same time, a lot of this shit is a lot of these fucking <clears throat> dumbass spoiled kids throwing temper tantrums. Yep. And these parents that don't want to fucking be parents and lay down the fucking law of the land and say, hey, don't fucking do that because I'm going to show you what happens when you do that. Right. You know? Or it's like, go ahead and do that, and then fuck it up for everybody. Yeah. You know, you know go ahead. Go ahead. And fuck we, already it up gave, we already gave you what you needed. Yeah. And you done fucked it up, and now it's it's, it's shit all over the place. Yeah. I mean, nobody's going to enjoy Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> no. Nobody's thought about that. Nobody has thought about how Thanksgiving's going to be this year. Listen to this. Speaking of, I've been looking at... Um, you know how I said uh, I typed it and I spoke to Siri. I said, Siri, will there be a Macy's Thanksgiving parade this year in 2020? 2020. And uh, it's supposed to happen virtually. What the fuck? Dude, are, are we talking like balloons? On my computer that aren't flying, real. real we're talking. Real. We're gonna put Snoopy on fifty seventh. We're gonna put Pikachu on fifty second. We're gonna put Mario on forty second, and they're all gonna just kind of float there with the people singing and dancing. Dude, you know what'd be sad if they were like, "Hey guys, just take the camera crew down to Potty City and have them blow you up a bunch of Mylar <laughs> fucking balloons." And then what we'll do is we'll parade them down aisles. Down aisles three and six, and then we'll have them go out the front door, and they'll do a quick circle in the parking lot, and that's the Macy's Day Parade. They'll do a quick circle with a bunch of fucking flags from around the world to show unity. Unity. And uh, and then we'll say, uh, we'll try again next year. See you later, yeah. folks. And the fat man's actually Kyle from fucking Top <laughs> 4G. He's going to come down with his fucking beer gut, fucking cheers us all. That's how it's fucking going to go. And like, that's, I mean, come on, man. Thanksgiving's going to be fucking bullshit this year. Be a shame, you know, dude. Christmas is even going to be bullshit. Everybody's going to be I'd trying rather, to fucking shop. I'd rather and just have any like toys to buy. Yeah, I'd rather just like hang out at home and, uh, you know, not do anything. That's, that's pretty much my game plan. Fucking sad. And just bro. be like, we'll try again next year. Yeah. Okay. Bye. We just stopped the game plan. And like just 2020 open has been the country big, again, dude. dude. 2020 has been the biggest Rickroll ever. Yeah, it really has been. It's just and the funny thing is, is that it's the Rickroll that we continue to listen to the whole entire song through. Yeah, you know, not yeah. like the oh next one. No, 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 like no, no. We're listening to Rick Astley saying, yeah. "I'm never gonna give you up." And it's not even like we're we're just planning for it, and then we look over in Rick Astley's direction, and he's like, "Oh yeah." Da, 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 
cannot tell you how I feel. That's 2020. Anyways, folks, we've had a good time with you guys here tonight. This has been our hour-long episode because we missed you guys so fucking much. So fucking much. Keep listening in the future, and we're going to have some more episodes on its way. we got some more content we want to talk about. Chris, let's close that out. Yeah, um, we're never going to give you up. We're never going to let you down. Just turn around. And...